Welcome to the Bariatric Podcast, the weight loss surgery podcast coming to you from Central Texas. I'm your host, Chip Reynolds, and today is August 7th, 2016. This is episode 10 of the Bariatric Podcast. Thank you for listening. In this episode, I'll be talking about my experiences and recapping what I've been through over the past eight months. If you have questions or comments for the show, please like us on Facebook. We can be found at facebook.com slash bariatricpodcast, or you can email the show at bariatricpodcast at gmail.com. To start the show, here is my progress report. I'm 45 years old. My heaviest weight was 356 pounds. My surgery weight was 320 pounds. My current weight is 190 pounds, and my goal weight is 170 pounds. I had a gastric bypass performed on December 7th, 2015, and today is eight months since I had that surgery. So let's get started. Special thanks to Noel Padilla for that music. I hope that you guys like that. So it's been eight months since I had the surgery and my life has completely changed for the better. It was a little over a year ago that I was 356 pounds and I realized that I needed to make a change in my life. I was truly tired of being as heavy as I was and I missed things like running, buying clothes in non-specialty stores or sections, and not sweating, just standing still. I had already put on a lot of weight during my last few years in the Army, but I missed the person I was earlier in my career. I used to be able to run 10 miles on a Sunday morning and think nothing special about that. I ran a half marathon once with no real training leading up to it. I worked every day with military members and I missed looking like a soldier. I decided to make a change and I took small steps. I cut out the sugary drinks, the soda. You know, things like that, and I started exercising. At the time, exercising was walking for about 15 to 20 minutes, which would be about one mile, maybe. And that was all I could do. I injured my back years ago, and all the additional weight just made it feel worse. After 15 minutes of walking, my feet, legs, my back, they'd all be competing to see what hurt most, and I'd have to stop. At the time, my BMI was over 54 and I was very unhappy with myself. After a few months, I attended a weight loss seminar at the hospital. I've mentioned before how I attended a seminar the year earlier, but I wasn't ready to commit to a change at that time. Well, this time I was ready. I decided to have the surgery because I was ready to accept help to accomplish my goals. I'd been diagnosed with diabetes and high blood pressure. I dealt with anxiety and depression. To this day, I don't feel like I took the easy way out. I've made sacrifices and I've worked hard to see the progress I've made along the way, and I'm proud that I was willing to accept help to do that. When I decided to make this change to have the surgery, I decided to share it with as many people as I could. I told my parents, my brother, my sister, and my friends. I shared it on Facebook. I shared it with my coworkers. I decided that since I had backed out of it a year earlier, I'd ask people to join me on the journey just to, in hopes that I would stay fully committed to these changes that I needed to make. Now, I've met a lot of people along the way that haven't shared their decision very widely, and I understand exactly how they feel. 
This is a big decision. There's a lot of stigma to being overweight and to having weight loss surgery. People will tell you just exercise more or just eat less. And I realize it is just that easy, but at the same time it isn't. Having people look down on you because you can't or won't lose weight is tough. And once you do lose weight, people still want to know if you're doing it the right way. And many folks feel that the surgery is just not the right way. There can be some significant complications to weight loss surgery. I've met people who have had to spend months in the hospital afterwards or they've found themselves going in and out of the hospital requiring additional surgeries. These risks, along with the thought that surgery is the easy way out, make a lot of people think that either surgery is not a good answer for them or that they just don't want to share it with people who feel that way. Now, I originally planned to request the gastric sleeve because I felt it had fewer points of failure and a smaller overall change on, on, you know, on the person or on your lifestyle. But after meeting the surgeon that did my procedure and reading more about the different types, I realized that the gastric bypass would likely have a better, short, and long-term effect on my health. I tell people now that when I shared the decision, I was overwhelmed by a positive support, and I really was. That's not to say that there weren't concerns. There were many folks that, that expressed concerns to me, and they were worried. In my mind, and what ultimately helped me make my decision, was that the negative effects of my health at the time were bigger, they were a bigger worry to me than the risk of having the surgery. It took almost exactly two months to go from my seminar to my surgery date. It was very quick compared to some people who've had to wait a long time to meet their prerequisites of their hospital or to get approval from their insurance companies. Many programs require some, some weight loss before surgery and they want to see that other changes are made so that they can see that the person is committed to their new lifestyle. I didn't really have any problems going through the prereqs. You know, as I said before, the first year kind of getting halfway through them and not completing them and really feeling like I was ready this time made me motivated to get through the prerequisites. I lost about 10 pounds before I started the pre-op liquid diet at the seven day um, before the surgery mark. That diet was tough, I will say that. And I do remember thinking on the third or fourth day that no one would know if I cheated just a little and had a taco or a cheeseburger. But I held strong by convincing myself that if I cheated and the surgeon somehow found out, he'd cancel the surgery on me. Or worse yet, I made myself believe that if there was any food at all in my stomach when the surgery took place, it could cause a problem. And I just didn't want that to happen. I don't remember a lot about my stay in the hospital. I went in on Monday morning for the surgery and I was in the ICU until I was released on Tuesday afternoon. I do remember that my mother and some close friends visited but I also remember sleeping through a lot of the first 24 hours. I walked every chance that I got, and the pain wasn't too bad for me, but I wasn't allowed to drink anything for the first 24 hours, and I couldn't wait to be allowed to have some water because my mouth was so dry at that point. Once I was allowed to drink, though, I was surprised that a small medicine cup of water was all that I could drink in 10 minutes. The nurses and the doctors at the hospital were fantastic, they walked with me and they were quick to help me with anything that I needed. They really did make my stay comfortable, you know, as comfortable as possible. And when I was released and got home, I did spend a few more days resting. I don't own a recliner, but many people have sworn by that as a great option to sleep on after the surgery. What I did is before the surgery, I got a large wedge pillow and put it on the bed. And that's what I slept on for a couple of weeks. 
Now I did have to figure out how to get in and out of bed, in and out of a chair, up and down off the couch, all on my own. I didn't have that physical support at home. But many people have spouses or other family members that are there and able to help them with these physical tasks until they're a little bit more able to do them on their own. I recommend that anyone considering having this surgery be sure to have somebody that can assist if possible for the first week or so. But if you don't have that assistance available, I'm here to tell you that it is possible to do it on your own. I continued walking once I got home. That's really one way that, that speeds along the recovery and does assist with some of the pain and the gas that you can have afterwards. What I had done is I had parked my car outside the garage before the surgery. And the, for the first few days, I would just walk laps around the garage. That way I never went too far. If I got tired or if I started to feel pain, I could immediately go back inside the house and, and sit down. I didn't have to worry about it. I was halfway around the block or anything like that. Now, after a couple of weeks, I was walking around the neighborhood and started going farther and farther every day. I set a goal to run a 5K in March, and I achieved that goal. I also wanted to be able to run a 10K by the summer, and while I haven't competed in a 10K race, I have been able to run that distance for a while now. I'm still working my way up to the marathon in December, and I'm really excited about doing it. I look back now at everything I've gone through to get where I am now, and I just... I wish that I had done it earlier, but I've had no regrets about my decision. My blood pressure is down into a normal range without medication. My resting pulse is down from the high 90s to the low 60s, even high 50s sometimes. My blood sugar is under control without medication. My BMI recently went below 30, which takes me out of the obese range for the first time in so many years. I'm 20 pounds away from my goal weight, and I feel absolutely great. Not only do I feel great physically, but I feel so much better about myself emotionally and mentally. I don't feel depressed and my anxiety has lessened. I still do use my CPAP machine when I sleep, but during my last checkup at the sleep clinic, we turned the machine down to the minimum settings. I've gone from stopping breathing 75 times per hour to less than 5 times per, per hour most nights. I feel like I've started my life over again at 45. There are so many possibilities open to me now that I've changed that I've made now that I've made this change in my life, and I'm excited to explore them. A year ago, I didn't like to leave the house if I could help it. I just didn't want to be out in the heat. I didn't want to be sweating. I didn't want people one I, I didn't want to wonder what people were thinking about me. Now I get out of the house all the time, walking around, getting fresh air, checking if I've hit my step goal for the day. Those are all things that I do now. I've allowed myself to like myself, and that's probably one of the most important results of this decision to change. I was so unhappy with myself, and now I'm so, I feel so much better. Of course, that is helped by the positive response and support I've received from everyone. Family, friends, even clients are surprised by not just the physical changes, but also the change in my attitude. I wouldn't say that I had a bad attitude before the surgery, but there has been a noticeable change in how I present myself now. My confidence has increased and I'm genuinely happy. There are so many things that I look forward to at this point. I've met someone that has been very good to me. She's listened to me talk at length about everything that I've been through with my weight and these changes and she's been very supportive and encouraging of my progress. In interviews, I've asked people if they would do it all again and every one of them has said yes so far. My answer is no different. I'm very happy with my decision 
and I'm very proud of my progress. Well, I'd like to finish off the show now with some thank yous. First, I'd like to thank my good friend Noel Padilla for the music for the show. Please let us know how you like it. As always, I'd like to thank everyone at the Carl R. Darnell Army Medical Center. I recently had my seven-month follow-up check-in. And I got to thank I got to thank a lot of the folks that were there at the start of my journey. They have given me the opportunity to live the life that I want. Thank you to the Fort Hood Losers Bench Facebook page. There's been a lot of support there, ranging from questions and answers to exercise meetups. If you search for the group on Facebook and request to join, you can learn more. Finally, I'd like to thank everyone for joining me on this journey. And thank you so much for your support. If you have questions or comments for the show, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bariatricpodcast or email us at bariatricpodcast at gmail.com. In future episodes, we'll do our best to answer your questions and cover your concerns. 